With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on radio.com and sports radio 94 WIP. Yo! is another edition of the IOMS podcast back in our studio job. Hey. Get to look at your, your beautiful face over there. Yeah. Semi-beautiful. It's very big beard thing going I know. on. You're like I know. real burly these days. Well, it's because like, I'm waiting to get a haircut and shave at the same time, but like I'm, I'm crawling across hairs or my hair's long and I got a long there, beard. It's long, man. Like This is the longest beard I've ever seen you have. It's a playoff beard. It's a, it's a legit playoff beard. <laughs> the season ended today. The Phils will be in the second wild So card. for those who can't... <laughs> we'll get to that. For, <laughs> for those who can't see Jack, imagine... Dallas Keuchel, Charlie Blackman, mm, like yeah, pretty much. Right. That's what he looks like. Right, right, right. Uh, James, I would like to start this podcast by saying that um, Andy McPhail is Mike's dad from Stranger Things. Oh, wow, he's Ted? He's You're Ted. calling him Ted? He is. Wow, he is, poor Andy. That, that is horrendous. I love him. I love him in that show. Though. Like he's, he's great. He's, he's great. The amount of no, I didn't expect to turn into a Stranger Things podcast, but it can so quickly. I'm, in, I'm ready. I love the subtle comedy in Stranger Things. It's like unlike any show I've seen before, where it's like it can be so serious, but then also mix off into oh, some totally. funny stuff. Like totally. it's really well written. I, I appreciate Stranger I'm Things. I'm very with but you. He is Ted is a character. That is that exact uh, example. Andy McPhail is the biggest freaking Debbie Downer. (laughs) That's what he does, man. Every time he talks, I want to stab myself with a spoon. Well, he's not good at it. I hate listening to him talk about the Phillies, and I just wish he was any... I wish he wasn't even touching this franchise. Wow. That guy is a loser. Andy McPhail, he's a loser. That guy's a loser. I mean, technically not. I mean, technically he is... Built a World Series championship team t- that won two World Series. So, and what year was that? Minnesota Twins. What year was that? Well, yeah, eighty-seven and ninety-one. Okay, that was your high school years. <laughs> oh, I mean, I understand like you're impartial, Andy McPhail, because you grew up with Andy McPhail. But it doesn't mean that I, someone who wants to live in the 21st century, has to be subjected wow. to 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 relying on Jack Morris <laughs> and Kirby Plunkett. Okay, but, Plunkett. Is that his name? No, Kirby Puckett. Kirby Come Puck. on, Mr. Baseball Names guy, Kirby Plunkett. I know. Well, I was thinking Jim Plunkett and got all mixed up. Not great. Head. I mean, I know, like, I know you watched that in your 18th birthday, but like, <laughs> I just, I really remember it well. <laughs> Dan Gladden scored the winning run in the 10th inning. I remember it well. Actually, I do wish I could. Gene Larkin with a fly ball over the outfielder. I wish I could have seen the 1991, uh, like, Smoltz versus Morris game seven. It w- game. I watched yeah. it. I remember it vividly. It's like one of my first, earliest, true baseball memories where I remember. 
remember it like start to I not every pitch or whatever, but I remember watching the whole game. I remember sitting up with my dad. Like I remember the tenth inning. Like I said, Gene Larkin. Yeah. That's the guy who got the winning hit in the World Series. The walk off it is Gene freaking Larkin. Mm, look at that. That's good. That? That's good work by you. <laughs> I don't mess around, man. But when, like, it to, when it comes to you know my my uh, my college years, I yeah, remember. it was your college years. <laughs> you're you're home on. Uh, <laughs> How can I forget? <laughs> my college years. So. Yeah, I mean you're home for the weekend. You know, doing your laundry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's just like every time this guy talks and like the way he talks is such a losing mentality he like, doesn't have the greatest drawl as it were uh, it is dude. a very depressing listen everything he does just is so brutal alright well let's get into it and we'll, we'll talk about the, the weekend series I'm guessing neither of two sides the Phillies seem to always do this where they'll you know, have a crappy series and then they'll walk off the last game or something. You're like, yeah, all right, go Phillies. They do, well, they'll sweep the Mets and oh, go Phillies. It's like every time. But well, here's the thing, and the, and the reason we get so excited is because like we just want to believe. Oh, like me and you, like having to do semi like semi semi like negative podcast hurts us to our core. <laughs> it's not like fun. I just want to be cocky and have fun with this Phillies <laughs> team, and they are making it freaking impossible. Impossible. Like what happened on Saturday was. It was like I, I honest, honest to God, and I never, I never lied to high hopes listeners. I left, not left, but I turned off the TV after Saturday's I game. Did too. Well, I turned it off after the Juan Soto home run. I said I'm done. I said I'm not watching. I'm sorry. I followed <laughs> it on my phone, pitch by pitch, bat at bat. Like I wasn't gonna miss it if they did anything, but I. On principle, when Juan Soto hit that home run, I turned my TV off. Legitimately. I don't blame you. I watched the whole thing, but after the game, I was like, I hate this Phillies team. <laughs> like, I love the Phillies. I hate this team. Like, yeah. I hate this team. They're but not fun, man. Obviously, Sunday kind of salvaged it a little sure. bit. But sort of. I mean, it wasn't even like... No, oh. I still felt crappy Did you feel, did you feel no. good after the Frango no, run? I didn't. And it's a shame that I didn't. And look, it was fun to see a walk-off and all that. And and thank God, because they if they get swept by the Nationals, we're talking about, oh, well, how long till they're selling or something ridiculous... Of course, again, and let's get to McPhail. We'll get back to the Nationals because I was about to say the if the season ended today, the playoff team. Thing, <laughs> you and Andy, which is such you guys sure know how to get a message. You sure know it's so ridiculous, Jack. I hate him, dude. All right, so here's the thing. I actually don't have much of a problem with what McPhail said. I, I clearly the minority with that, but. I think he was just speaking truth. This team is not one trade away. He's dead right about that. It would be smart organizationally to not go all in on this year, as you and I have talked about a lot. Yeah. So I'm fine with that stuff. I also think that on a larger perspective, I think he was trying to take the heat off Kapler and Klintak. And as someone in that position, the president of the team and all that, it's the right move. It's what he's supposed to do. We don't like him for it because we're getting pissed at him now. He It's worked perfectly. Because now what are we talking about? We're talking about everyone hates Andy McPhail. We're not talking about Klintak, who we should be talking about. Kapler, less so, should be talking uh, about. But I want to know where I want to know where you're at with Kapler. You finally starting to realize that almost none on of this Klintak, is his, you mean? No, on Kapler. On Ka- no, I've never... I've, look, again, I was, I was annoyed with the whole... Segura of it all and the way that was handled and the way they were playing and I still think that if you're the manager of a team the product that shows up on the team still at a certain point has to come back on you it has to but I, I definitely agree it's more Clinton. like this team that. I mean this team just isn't good enough dude Andrew Knapp's are, like Andrew Knapp is batting in the ninth. Andrew inning. Knapp is their go-to pinch hitter in a big spot what are I we know. talking about it's 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 the bullpen is like I, Adam Morgan, thank God, he looked like he bounced back a little bit yesterday. It looked like he was yeah, back. Saturday, to, less. Saturday so. was not like <laughs> not good. 
his velocity is still down and the sharpness on the slider isn't there, but I thought Sunday was the first time we really saw the Adam Morgan slider that mm-hmm. made him like so dominant for the first month we of the year. We forget that he didn't give up a run until like his 16th or 17th outing or whatever. He was awesome. I know, and then he kind of cratered and the, the injury happened. What Now Tommy Hunter's back on the DL. I know. But like this, the I, the te- I know, but it's 2019. Just helping you out, brother. Just getting you, getting you on the right track here. <laughs> but, like, but like, it's just... This team is not. There's just too many holes, like to really blame the men. I think. I think we're all. Even if you're anti-Kapler, whatever. I think people are finally starting to realize, like, what is this guy really supposed to do? Yeah. Like, what can you really get mad at? Like, he's being forced to trust JD Hammer in 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 big moments. And, and it's like Garcia and all. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah, it's bad. And now it's Tommy Hunter back on the IL. Uh, it's only going to get uh, Nishek with the <laughs> Nishek done for the year yeah. now. It seems like he's probably his career. He's 38. Yeah. Uh, hey, guess what, Pat. Won't miss you, buddy. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Cannot wait to not have to root for you again. Yeah. You know, like, well, anyway, he was a Phillies All Star. One of my very conflicted Phillies in the sense that when he was on the hill, I wanted him to get outs, but otherwise, I was rooting against him and everything he did. So. <laughs> Super. Not, not great. Super. But uh, I love that guy. Like McPhail. Like well, him, real quick, have they scheduled Pat Neshek's Wall of Fame ceremony yet? Thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe he was an all-star, so there he was an better all-star. than some of the other people on that Wall of Fame. Anyway. The Phillies All-Stars from like 2015 on were just depressing. Like, oh, you I had know. the Don Brown All-Star, yeah. which <laughs> was depressing. <laughs> the Don Brown of it all is just... The, the Neshek. Oh, oh Doobal was an oh, all-star. Dubal, all-star. Think about that. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, Dubal Herrera, a very, all-star. Very fun era of Phillies baseball. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. But like him, like McPhail does his thing where he somehow, like when Hinky used to talk, I would be like, oh, I'm so, I trust this guy with my life. He's smart. He sounds like, smart. I love every time he talks, I feel better about the future. Every time Howie talks, I'm like, oh, we're in great hands. This guy's got it. Every time McPhail talks, I think this team is worse <laughs> off than... He does really poo-poo things, doesn't he? Dude, remember, remember do. before free agency? No, no, Harper, they go, well, you know, yeah. probably not going to sign, guys. Well, the, the people that thought we could sign both of them haven't checked the books. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been checking the numbers. I'm Andy McPhail. He's just like... <laughs> like, like, oh, I'm Andy McPhail. Coming up soon, a block of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they just haven't checked the books. <laughs> like, Shut up, man. But him saying... That all right, this is his quote. If the season ended today, we would have our goal. We would be in the postseason in our fourth year. To, to suggest for a second that there's something lacking at the leadership level, coaching level, I just don't believe that. Andy, you said those comments on July 12th, <laughs> man. Like you can't you can't be parading around the we had a quick turnaround in Major League Baseball by being a second wild card in a league at where July 12th. <laughs> on July 12th oh, yeah. in a second wild card where the Cardinals are 500 and they're like a game and a half out. Just the, one game back actually. Where, where the, Met, the Mets are six yeah. games out of a wild card <laughs> spot. And the like, San Francisco Giants are four and a half games out. The Giants, man. I know. Again, they have an outfield of literally people we've never heard of. I think Kevin PR is still out there. I know who Steven he is. Duggar. Steven Duggar. Steven <laughs> Duggar. I had no idea who that guy was until he was starting for the Giants. It's it's crazy. And like the way they talk about this, quickest to make the playoffs, like that's fine, but you don't have blue, you have a couple blue chippers. Well, but you also have... use the Cubs as a reference when they trade for Chapman. It's like, yeah, then they won the World Series, okay? Yeah. Like, trading for Chapman was the move that helped them win the World Series. Different. <laughs> it's a different situation, Andy. I don't know. I think if, I think if we had a Glaber Torres in our in our system, we'd <laughs> That's be able. That's the other thing. You don't even have a Glaber to trade. Yeah. 
Are you kidding me? Then when he said my biggest problem with the whole thing was when he said, you know, you got to protect your crown jewels of your system. I was like, we don't have any. What crown jewels are we protecting? How dare you slander Alec, Alec Baum? How That's it. Dare That's all we you got. Spencer you Howard. You can't. We don't have crown jewels. The Padres have like ten guys in the top fifty across Major League Baseball. Like, what? What is going on here? <sighs> and Fernando Tatis Jr. I, and he, Fernando Tatis Jr. is already one of the better players in the game. It's ridiculous. I know. It's absurd. He should have been an all-star. I wish he was an all-star. He should, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he would have been. I know. He's so good. He's going to be one of the great players in baseball for the next 15 years. Would, awesome. Where's that guy on this team? Would you bet on him or Vladdy? Oh, Tatis. I think he's better. He's better. He's, he's a better hitter. Like he's a be- Well, not fair. He's certainly a better fielder. Like a way better. When you, oh, well, when you take defense a- into it, you're talking just purely offensively. There's such different types of hitters. It's hard to say he's a better hitter when Vlad is like the greatest minor league hitter in the history of baseball. So it's hard to say that, but until I, Wander Franco makes oh, the league, yeah, dude, <laughs> I I think Tatis is better. I think so too. Yeah, I do, and that's crazy because I thought, thought Vladdy was going to be like this generation's Manny. Me too. So good. He'll get up there. He'll get there. He'll really <laughs> get. So good. I'd take him. Would you take him? Yeah. Would you rather have him or Jalen Ortiz oh. for the same or for uh, like a hundred thousand dollars more? Uh, well, that's what's so or less. Is like they didn't even need to draft pick to get Vladdy right. Junior. No, mm. just sign him. Who needs it? Just sign him. Maybe Who I don't know. But the, the, every time, like the McPhail stuff, just drives me crazy, man. Like every time I hear him talk, it, it, it makes me feel way worse about the team. And like the, he just gives off such a loser mentality vibe. The guy, like I just, I, I fear that. Like what modern baseball team? Employs Andy McPhail, like the, like it's tw- it's 2019, right? The but, guy, the guy, right but to I, be to be fair here, to be fair, like he is not the day to day guy. Like he's not making moves. He is overseeing things. And look, he did come in here when he first came here and said, "I want to merge the old and new school." Like I'm not someone. I'm into analytics. I'm into. He said all the things we wanted to hear initially. Yeah, but he never. Like, all right, when I look at the Dodgers, like, Andrew Friedman is their, of course. Is their Andy McPhail. Yes. I know I, I, I've, I, the, yeah, the Theo the thing. Yeah, best-run organization in the sport, the like, Theo, or one of the, the two. The Theo thing's a bit, but, like, Theo is their Andy McPhail. Yeah. Like, Brian Cashman is the Yankees' Andy McPhail. Yes. Like, that's no. what I'm talking about. Yes. Like, you have guys that are in the modern day, and, like, this guy hasn't been relevant. I mean, the, the Orioles teams are fine. Look where the Orioles are now. Like, it's, I mean, he did a good job with those Orioles teams. Maybe, like, but they didn't win anything. No, and, no, and they he's, didn't. He's, but I, you could argue that was Peter Angelos' fault and not Andy McPhail's agreed. fault. But what I'm frustrated with McPhail and Clemson, well, not frustrated, but what I don't think we've talked enough about is that these guys came from small markets mm-hmm. and they were building small market teams. That's a and good point. The way they've built this Phillies team, outside, I mean, the Harper signing notwithstanding, it feels like a small market mentality. Like I, the Keiko thing, they didn't want to go over the, that's what it is. They but didn't want to go over I'm the luxury tax. But look, you mean Andrew Freeman, you bring up, he came from a small market background. He went to LA and he, he just, he's just good. It doesn't matter. Some guys are really good. Theo, yeah. I mean, Theo is obviously a big market, Cashman, right. big market. Like, I want the, I just, I want the Phillies to be a big market team. I just, too. I want them to be freaking well, bullies. So that was one thing that McPhail did say that we've been waiting to hear said, and granted they have to do it, but he did say they'd take on salary. Did you believe that when he said it? You think no, that was just I something mean, he threw out there? Which, are, which, are, which do you believe more, the actions or the words? Of course. Trade for Zach Greinke, then I'll believe you. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, they, they didn't even go scout Dallas Keuchel. <laughs> I, and that's so embarrassing. Well, just, Keuchel it, again, seven innings, one run. Yeah, and a like couple nights ago. not even not even that I think Keuchel's unbelievable. Like it's just better than what you got. Yeah, you don't have anything else. You don't have anything else. And it's money. Like that's the thing. <laughs> yes. Like it's only money. You yes. don't have to give up any of your guys. To go get them. Um, look, I was saying sign Keuchel at the time. I still believe they should have. It's clearly especially a one year deal. He's playing for another contract. Like it was a no brainer. 
and now he's an Atlanta Brave. And yeah. the Braves are eight games up on the Phillies. Yeah. And only getting better. They're just way better. But, I mean, we have to, for anyone out there, I've got a lot of people who've, who've said this to me. They're like, oh, why are you focused on the wild card? Because the division's over. Yeah. Like, it's over. Yeah. No, it's definitely They're not over. winning the NL East. Like, that is done. That dream is dead. And that they're probably going to trade, trade for another starter. And then you'll have Soroka, Keiko, and said starter. Yeah. With Soroka. that offense. Jesus. And Freed and all these other guys who have struggled at times, but are at least elite talents. <sighs> not cool, man. No. Well, and they're, they're, they're how, like, they are how a, the, that's the, like, the Phillies have the money, right? And they have the market. They're a top five market in baseball. But the, the Braves are a well-run organization. Mm-hmm. The, and I'm willing to give this, this I'm willing to give Clentac time, McPhail time. But, like, they were able to turn this around with, their, their whole team is young. And they go. They spend money on Donaldson. Like they bring in the right, the right veterans totally. around their young talent. Yeah. Like they, every guy they and bring small up. Small commitment. Donaldson one year deal. Keiko one year deal. Like you know. But, and then but, they go sign Acuna to that absurd ten year contract. Albies. But even when they, but even when they move on from Donaldson this offseason, like Riley's right there or sure. Johan Camargo. Like it's yeah. they have answers to where like <laughs> depth. Which yeah. what we see with the Dodgers is what we talk about with the Dodgers all the time. It's like the Dodgers. You know, seventh and eighth pitchers is better than the guys in the Phillies rotation. The the, the Dodgers the bench is, bats are better than the Phillies starting players. Like that's just what it is. The yeah. Dodgers are just way better. Yeah, they need more. They need more top to bottom organizational depth. And yes. I, I I think they're building it. I, I I'm not saying that, that, but it's just frustrating in the moment that we're four years in and you really like it's 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 Hoskins, Harper, Nola, Real Muto, Kingery. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah. No. No question. That's about it. It's not great. No. When you look at a team like the the Braves and they've got Acuna and Freeman and Alves and then eight thousand starting pitchers who could just rotate in and all young and all talented. And I think they have two more top twenty prospects. Well, they have Pash, Pashy, Pashy. He's a top. 20, he's like a top ten prospect. Yeah. And then once he and graduates, then, wait, Ian Anderson, I think is a right, but- top. There's, an, there's another outfielder brother. that's next on that list. Oh, that's that's after Pashi moves oh, up. They just put him in yeah, there. Of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. See, that's my biggest frustration is seeing all these other teams with just all this young talent just filtering up to the majors, and then you know the Phillies. It's and it, uh, all right. Let's get into the weekend because we've talked enough about Andy McPhail. Uh, Jack loves him. That's the big takeaway from the Andy McPhail discussion. <laughs> you can't get enough Andy McPhail. No, I just I, I I don't know what modern team is employing Andy McPhail. Like, what is the point of Andy McPhail in 2019? Andy McPhail has a dinosaur mindset from the early 90s when he was relevant. Like, yeah. I just I want I want I well, want to bring in someone. I want to bring in someone higher up than him. Like, I want to go high. Like, I just want them to spend all the money on building smart people. Yes, get smart people in smart positions and, and get let people them that do are, smart things. Get someone from a small market team and hire them for your team and like pay them. Like Ian Bloom, like, like Ian Bloom's just sitting out or there. Or David Stearns. Yes, like Stearns. Oh, absolutely. But with the Brewers, right? But with the Brewers, like imagine. I'm just trying to imagine what those guys would do here with the level of money that we have. Yes, of course. Go, go, take the Indians' second best guy. I mean, to any of these smart organizations, like the Indians. What are they doing? Oh, they got like 58 wins because they just find ways to put things together and make it work every year since the 90s. Like, that's just what these teams do. These smart teams that continually build on being smart and win by being smart. I just want that. I just want I am smart not, team. I, this is a message to the Phillies that I'm not going to stop. I'm not, I'm not going to sleep, okay? <laughs> Until I get a smart this. baseball team. I actually team. believe this. Okay, it's literally, James, I am not kidding you. It is all I think about is having a smart baseball team because I think they are not 
an very I think they're a smart ish team, but I feel like they're a, a team that's like a step behind all the teams. It does seem that way. When man. I see I like the fact that they can't get guys that can strike anyone out anymore is like it's crazy. It's just, it's just, it just baffles me. It's all there is in baseball is guys who strike guys out. Like baseball is <laughs> all about strikeouts. Can't do it. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's look at the national series. We don't even need to get into Friday. I think all we really need to say is uh, Nick Pavetta's uh, uh, has has the highest increase in hard hit percentage this year, from twenty two percent last year to thirty three percent this year. Is that good? It's great. It's yeah. really good news. I mean, listen, well, I'll take five innings, <laughs> three runs. That from was him. the sad part about Friday. I was, I was like, cool, five innings, three runs, great. I mean, great King, job, Nick Kingery did save him from more runs. That that catch was, uh, and Quinn had a great catch too. Yeah. But that that Kingery catch, he's gotten to be a really nice center fielder, Scott Kingery. Shout well, out yeah, to Scott. I mean the guy's just a, the guy's just an athlete. Good, he's a good baseball player. If they put him, if they yeah. put him wherever they need him, to put him. He's Kingery will figure it out. Yeah, he's um, so good at it. He's so good. Um, but uh, you know, look, and Pavetta. Yeah, ultimately, that game was lost because the offense sucked and they didn't show up in the first game after the All Star break. Oh, we talked so Bryce Harper sitting at home. He's so mad. Yeah, he nothing. We got nothing. <laughs> Inspiring effort. Nothing. <laughs> And I know Steven Strasburg is good, but we got nothing. Yeah. And you know what's frustrating? Like watching Pavetta and Strasburg was like Strasburg. Strasburg didn't have a changeup until he got drafted by the Nationals. And they're like, hey, learn this. And he's like, okay. And sure. he figured it out. Meanwhile, Nikki Tupich <laughs> refuses to learn any kind of pitch that could freaking either a splitter or a changeup. Like, uh, he has made me look so <laughs> bad. Yes. He is like it's I honestly I thought about I thought about using my media credential and like going in and and like into the media scrum after with uh-huh. Pavetta and being like like when are you going to man up and figure out how to pitch? <laughs> like like and just ser- I was I was dead I was fuming listening to the game and I was like I might just go straight down there and say when are you going to figure oh, it out? Why didn't you? Yeah. I mean, he probably would have throat punched. I would get throat punched by Nick Pavetta if it turns into he's going to get a third this. pitch. There would be no bigger. It would be huge. We could use it as our <laughs> on the audio for the open. It would be amazing. It would be the, the best thing that's ever happened to the podcast. It's literally, I was fuming. It was like, when are you going to just figure it out? Like, here, and the, the, here's a, here, I want to ha- get this out there. Nick Pavetta does not suck. Nick Pavetta is really a good pitcher, a talent that just hasn't put it together. He doesn't suck. Like Cole Irvin sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Nick Pavetta is Vince ta- Velasquez sucks. Nick Pavetta is talented that you can see it in front of you that just hasn't been able to put it together. It's official Pavetta. That's stance. the. I was just about to say, is that the official Pavetta stance? I can spin it. Okay, you're very good at it. Oh, very good at it. Until right. I get, until you throw punches at me. Yes, it did. <laughs> please. It's all I want. Is you. Nick, uh, you ever gonna man up and uh, learn a pitch, buddy? That's my question. <laughs> well, he said Jack so- Fritz, WIP. Yeah, he said something after the game, like, uh, like Paul Jolovich, WIP. Over yeah. here. <laughs> he said he said that he said like, uh, well, I mean, I only allowed three runs. Like, it wasn't that bad. Oh. it's like, oh my god, oh. is this an Andy McPhail philosophy <laughs> of trending over to the whole team? Oh man. <laughs> Speaking of oh man, uh, Saturday. Ugh. How many gut punch losses can you have in a Well, it's season? always the Nationals, too. I know! Juan Soto, again! Juan Soto has two essential league game... I mean, uh, not walk-offs, but two game-winning home runs in the ninth inning or later against the Phillies. This freaking season, Jack. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's three It's three overall, and I think well, yeah, because the Victor Robles one tied it in that other game. Well, no, no, but for Soto by himself, he's oh, already yeah. done it three times and he's 20 years old. Like, for go-ahead home runs in the ninth uh, inning or uh, later. Well, we didn't include the Nationals and <laughs> young talent guys that we don't have. Juan Soto, that'd be great. Trey yeah. Turner, that'd be cool. Like, <laughs> sure. 
Victor Robles, sure. I'll take him. Yeah, I would. That's Can that. we sign Anthony Rendon? How about that? It's Rendon. Rendon. Thank you. You're welcome. Just so bad. Um, <laughs> uh, All right, Kirby Plunkett. <laughs> I was thinking about Jim. Okay, I'm like a big, a ra- I'm a big '70s, <laughs> big '70s Raiders guy. Um, but like the the Saturday <laughs> Raiders. Um, at least Noel's back. Sure, Noel, he's definitely back. Noel's Noel definitely looks great. yeah, yeah. And the home runs. Remember the home run problem. Like I don't think there's a lot of home runs. In the last four starts. I don't think so either. Like the home runs are just gone. We didn't give up runs in two of them. Yeah, so, yeah. it's just crazy how. Like the weather warmed up, he figured it out. He figured out his command. Fastball commands back. Um, I thought he could have done a little, a little better Saturday. I mean, he's, he's at a hundred plus go pitches. Deep. Yeah, he could have gone deeper in that game. But I mean, listen, you'll take it. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's very much back. But Saturday was just like gut punch. As, as soon as Kenny Albert started giving the freaking credits with with two oh, outs, I know. I was so mad. I was too. <laughs> I, I was knew, like, "What I are you giving credits like, for? What are you doing, dude? This, this game is not over. What are you doing right now?" <laughs> I know. You a-hole. I was so mad. And the single, he got the single, and I'm just like, that's not good. Yeah, I've seen this movie before. Like, that's not good. No. I think it's really not good. No, it's not good at all. First two outs, so easy. You're like, wow, that was quick. Well, let's let's do this. And then it's single, and you're like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kenny's like, and I'd like to give credit to our <laughs> fifth producer or whatever. It's like, it's like, and Rendon singles to left, and boom, Juan Soto, first pitch, yard. Uh, it was It was gut-punching, and it was like... Just sitting there, like again, again. Like that was ser- my thought too. It's like, really, we're doing this. This thing Nationals here? team just wears us out. Like it, th- they are, they're better. Well, of course they're better, but yeah. like they're just. Of course they're probably. It's sad that we're at the point. They signed Fernando Rodney, forty-two years old, and he's getting a clean eighth. Getting out. Meanwhile, we try to sign Fernando Salas, and he's DFA'd in a Fernando week. Fernando Salas, yeah, <laughs> in a week. Um, Saturday was brutal. Noel's back. I can't believe they did it again. And this team just tore. They just, they just, they own our souls. And it's such a. We should have taken two or three. I know. That's what I mean. That Wouldn't you be feeling so much better? I'd, it'd be a different world. It'd be a whole different perspective on life right now. And if I they had taken two or three. Four against the Dodgers. Uh, how many did they win? They're splitting. You think so? No, no. no they, see their, they see their. Uh, I think they take one. <laughs> you think they take, I think one? They take one? The the uh, Nola start. I hope they take. They, yeah, the Nola they lose start. the first three, and then they salvage and the then, fourth game. Yeah, and then yeah. Nola beats. Who is it? Maeda or something? No, Maeda's game three. It's uh, Stripling. Oh, that's it. That's the win. Stripling. Nola versus Stripling. Stripling. Is it Stripling? Yeah, I thought it was Stripling. No, it's also, it's also Maeda, but I didn't feel like correcting you again. My what did I say? Maeda. Yeah, Maeda. <laughs> Close enough. Come on. <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. Sure. Maeda. Kenta. Yeah. Kenta. I'll call him Kenta. They're so much better. Well, I, yeah. Walker Bueller, Kershaw. I get to see Kershaw tonight. I'm going to the game. All right. You're going down to the ballpark. That's pretty cool. Speaking of going to the ballpark and watch a game. Yes. High Hopes Night, August 17th. We're actually coming up on like a month away from it. July you can 17th. see Fernando Tatis Jr. in person. Fernando Tatis Jr. Excuse Bryce Harper. Um, you guys see Manny Machado. Maybe Good. Chris Paddock. Maybe some starter not named Velasquez. Or <laughs> oh, God, please. <laughs> whatever. It's got to be Pavetta. Pavetta night? Yeah. I will personally... Go down to the sign. I'll go to the. I'll go outside the dugout with a sign saying, "When are you gonna man up?" <laughs> oh, please, oh my god! If you do this, <laughs> he's like walking off the mound after like this. He's holding up this yeah. sign. Yeah, he flips me off. Yeah, he would. He gives me the paddle bond. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this idea. Yeah, well, he's really is. He's really made me look bad. So, yeah. to what uh, lengths will I go? Oh, it's a good question. 
Yeah. As long as your Twitter mentions keep flaming, you know, <laughs> anything could happen. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Sunday was nice. Walk off. It just sucks because that walk off, like, that's, it's a fun way to win a baseball game. I and know. it just felt like whatever. Yeah. Cool. And they I won one. Yay. Mikey's bad, but when he's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. No, he's fun to root for <laughs> yeah, when he's he going good. And he had a great weekend. Best player on the team over the weekend. Yeah, he's been like 346 in his last uh, 15 games or something. Can't wait for the <laughs> 036 over the next 15. Well, now people are starting to talk themselves back into yeah, him. It's great. It's, it's what always happens. <laughs> it's a revolving door. It is. Um, Arietta. Uh, if we can get Bone Spur Arietta to get I'll us five innings, five and one, let's go. It's so weird that he he like owns that Nationals team. He only pitches well against the Nationals, and I think that the key for Arietta again is just if he can locate, if he can get that fastball down, and he can hit the outside corner, and it's like ninety three, but it's down, and then he can throw the changeup off of that. It's such a, it just makes a world difference. Like when he's off, it's because his his sinker's up, and it's just he's getting crushed. But if he can keep it down, they just keep the ball down, Jake. I know you got burns, Bone Spurs in your elbow but like come on yeah, man up man up <laughs> <laughs> did you hear him talking to salisbury about it he's like yeah we ever play baseball kind before? of a dick yeah of course he is it's like all right jake thanks buddy he's like did you ever pitch yeah well what's so funny about arietta is like he's so bad most of the time and then the one time he has a good start he talks about like how great he is of and course like, you you could predict it you could see it coming and oh woe is me yeah. the pain the pain. He can't throw his cutter anymore. Jack hurts too much. Now he had bone spurs going back to last season. Of course he That's did. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Of course he did. It's like, what are you doing, man? Stop. Hey, Just stop it. Complainer. Yeah, he's the worst. You ever play baseball before? <laughs> yeah, I play baseball. Yeah, you, you, you should have been you. You're like, yeah, bro, I'll throw 82 in your face. Yeah, yeah. I throw harder than you sometimes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I threw... Uh, I threw. Uh, you didn't have a good day yesterday. I heard it was a tough day at the tough office. Tough day at the office. Well, it's like uh, I never listen. I never lied to the high hopes listeners. Eight unearned. Okay, against oh, your boy. Oh, buddy. It was not a fun day. All unearned. <laughs> well, there's a couple earned. It was like two earned and like eight unearned. Because you had like a, a dude chance at the third out that was missed, and thus the rest were all unearned. Or was, was it just consistent? Oh, it was like ground balls that were thrown away or just missed. So it was like con- like yeah. multiple errors, not oh, just like, like, well, because you could get eight unearned because the last out of the inning isn't is an error, and then every run after that. No, it was like it was like five or six, wow. just brutal baseball. Bad and um and but also like you know I couldn't find I couldn't find I couldn't find my location. Oh no, I was pulling off myself. Huh. I was so mad. Like I was sitting there. I was like, I know what I'm doing. How do I fix it? But I also couldn't fix it at the time. And like I was just pulling off. It was bad. My two seam wasn't moving. I wasn't running. <laughs> Dog was barking. Was hot. You were I too thought, mad about it. Anyway. You just give like six excuses. I love when you throw. Dog was barking. It was hot. You know, my arm hurt a little bit. I couldn't get. La, la, la. Like, what else? So my hot. hat was on too tight. I undone one button in the top. I have to undo two. Yeah. Uh, the mound was a little wet. The mound I was, was uneven. The different cleats than I normally wear. Mound was uneven. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. I'm not even lying to you. I know you're not. I believe it. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else from from the Nationals series in general? Uh, no. Good. Can we just move on from it? Yeah. I just want to be done with it. All yeah. right. Let's move on to something more fun. The Dodgers. All right. How about this? Yes. The Dodgers come to town, but I, I, it gets so much better after the Dodgers. Yeah. Like if the Phillies are going to go on Pirates, a Pirates, the Giants, so, gets, or Do- Tigers are in there somewhere. So. If the Phillies want to go on a run, and if they, because obviously they want to go on a run, but if they if they have if any, the Phillies are going to go on a run, it happens after the Dodgers series because they go to the Pirates, to the Tigers, home versus the Braves, which is whatever, and then they go they go versus the Giants to to figure to to round out July. August starts, they go versus the White Sox at home at Diamondbacks at Giants. 
Like that's that's it's the if, easiest stretch of Edel season. If you're going to go on a run, that's what it is because then it turns into versus the Cubs, versus Padres at Red Sox. Well, and it's really again those few weeks coming up here. The next two weeks essentially are potentially the most important of the season in terms of shaping what this team's going to do. You know, I, I look if they if they Wait, we have. 16 days until the trade deadline. Exactly. That's my point. They save like 15 games before the trade deadline. I mean, if you go 9 and 6, they're probably going to go out and get some guys. If they go 5 and 11, what? What do they do? If they go and five- it depends on what happens with the Brewers and all these other teams and stuff, but I, I just think it's really interesting. Like, the next few weeks are really going to shape how this team decides to, to make moves come. If- the trade deadline. If they go five and eleven versus Pirates, Tigers, it would be bad. Oh, it'd be, be bad. It'd be so. Well, they bad. could lose four straight to the Dodgers, and then it's off to the races. Yeah, that could happen. Well, I hope not. Um, <laughs> but either <laughs> okay. way, either way, like I don't want to. I'm fine with giving some depth pieces up, like in the system for for uh, a guy this year. But you know, yesterday they were scouting Stroman, and which is interesting, it's surprising. I would say, but but it's it makes sense because Look, you want to scout everybody. But you don't know what people are going to go for. But they're, they're kind of stuck because you don't want to give away pieces that can help you next year when you are going to try to go for it again. Right. Like, like well, you, the whole point is you got to get, I mean, theoretically, if you're going to give up anything, it has to be someone who's here for more than this year. Well, no, I, I agree. But like, there's been a lot of talk about the Phillies selling recently. Um, and like, if you sell, if you sell, like, do you really want to give away, do you really want to trade Hector Neris? Well, and also like, what are you really getting for the pieces that you have? I mean, we're talking theoretically, let's say the Phillies do get swept by the Dodgers, lose the two out of three of the Pirates and somehow get swept by the Tigers, and all of a sudden we're coming up on the trade deadline and they're like five and a half out of the wild card or four out or whatever happens, and another team plays well. Who knows? Um, I mean, at that spot, like, and they really decide to sell, which, I, again, we both talked about. We'd be really surprised if they find themselves in a situation where it's to that point. But, I mean, what are you, what are you selling? Cesar? Jay Bruce, maybe? I mean, I, like, there's not much you're going to get for these guys. Like, it's not like you have some stable of pieces that's well, going to redefine your farm system. It's not like you have Andrew Miller or Dallas Chapman. Like, exactly. Or like you're the Tigers sitting there with Matthew Boyd and being like, oh, this is an asset. Like we could get something for this. Nick Castellanos, like free agent at the end of the year, but we get something for that guy. Like there, there's teams out there that have real pieces. The Giants are going to get something for Will Smith and Mumgarner. Both rentals, but Vasquez, if the Pirates want to trade, like they'll get a haul for oh, that Oh my guy. God, yeah. Like a haul. So the Phillies don't have that. Right, and but, but but again, my main point, like you don't want to give away guys that can help you next year. Like this is this yeah. is not like a you you can't you can't trade Sixto for JT Realmuto and then <laughs> rebuild a year later. It would be it would be asinine. So they so, can't rebuild. There, this is the, retool. They, look, Clintag and all that. They don't. You don't have that many bullets. All right, your job's not on the line this specific moment, but over the next two years, it is. Like period. Yeah. These, these, you need to make the playoffs. So, you have to. so even if they sell, like I would rather have Naris here next year. I'd rather have Adam Morgan here next year. Says, like I would move Cesar sure, just because he can move Kingery to second yeah, and it would fill that. And you like, do have positions. But what are you getting for Cesar? What are you getting for Cesar Hernandez? I know. I was thinking about it the other day, like, like a B level prospect. I would take a shot on like a like a nineteen year old kid with, with like talent. Sure, sure. So maybe not be like in there. May not be like flashing yet, but there's something there. Sure, but again, like this is not inspiring stuff. No. Right. The Red so, Sox could use him. Honestly, the Red Sox could use him. Sure. They're starting like Brock Holt second base. Yeah, they are actually. So. What, I mean, 
you know. I know. When Mitch Moreland gets back, they'll move Chavis to second base. Yeah. So, but like that's so it's it's like it's like a tough balancing act. So we're, I think what they're going to do, I think they're going to go after guys that can help them the rest of this year and next that's year. That's my my thought too. Or years like Boyd, who's Boyd, yeah. Years. Stroman's next year. Stroman is next year. Bauer is next year. Like those types. Of, I don't think it's minor. Bauer, but minor. Exactly. Guys who are signed for this year. And next year. Yeah, that's that's or longer, but there aren't many. Of them. Which is a fine plan. I think that's a good plan to have. I think it's a smart plan because it still keeps you in it this year. And you and I have talked a ton about how not shirking the wild card, like this team making the playoffs in any form is a really important thing for this franchise now and moving forward. So I'm I want them to contend this year. I don't want them to just fold up, even though I know they're not good enough to win the World Series. I still want them to make a run. I just don't want them to give up I don't want them to give up the future or even a relevant pieces that can help you next year to try and win just this year. Right, and you can chalk up this season to a lot of bad luck, like yeah. injury-wise. Well, part, and part of it you can. Part of it you can. But the, you can, if they want to spin it as it was bad luck, but <laughs> they we They will spin it, yes. They will, they will. And but if you can bring in a guy like Minor Strowman, and but I would like I would rather I would trade for Strowman, but I, if I'm going to give up prospects, just sign, I would like to sign to an extension. So if they're going to if they're going to make a trade this offseason or this this trade le- deadline for someone that is here through next year, I would I hope they evaluate it as this is a, a core piece moving forward and give a guy an extension on top of it. Well, yeah, and it depends on the guy and the situation and all that. Sure, like, but but it's just kind of worthless for me. If like you're, you're not even a big Marcus Stroman guy, you want them training for Marcus Stroman and sign him to an extension. If, but I'm not saying I. I'm saying if they evaluate him as a guy they can feel is going to be a core piece moving forward. I want them to do that trade if they can sign him to an extension, sign someone to right. an extension. Like I don't the, the the here this year and the rest of next year is fine, but like. This is about this is about the next five years for me. Of course, you're a window guy. I'm a window guy. I know. So like, if Stroman this year, or next year doesn't really matter to me. Like, if you're if you're evaluating him as a guy that can be a core member of your starting staff for the next four seasons, right? Sign to an extension. He has to want to sign an extension. I know, but that's part of the that's part of the yeah. scouting. That's part of the. Well, it's hard to know that. That's tough. It's tough to know whether a guy's going to want to re-sign with you before you trade for him. Maybe. Just saying that <laughs> if, if they evaluate him as a like, I don't want to trade for a guy just for this year or next year. Uh, th- that's fair. I-, I I ultimately agree with you on a on a macro level. I don't know if there are options. I don't know if there's. I don't know if there is either. Yeah. So. But Stroman here. Stroman that's here. That's why Matthew Boyd makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean. Stroman he would signed, be a, what three more years after this season. Stroman would be a legend here, though. Like Stroman would he be. He is a, a Philly guy. Oh man. my god, the city, the city would love him. Like, if if you've him. never, if you've never seen the emotion that oh, Marcus, pure pure emotion. Oh, people would the love fist him. Fist pumps. Then he's a little guy. He's fun. He would be a legend. Like I absolute legend. Well, and look, if you're going to trade for Marcus Stroman, get Ken Giles in that trade too, and then you sure. actually start to do some stuff. Yeah, well, or and even if Daniel Hudson would help this pattern, or whoever. I know. I was thinking about Daniel Hudson too. I was, he's like up to ninety-seven again, but he, he looks good. I never trust him. I never. Trust I don't him. either. But I'd be closed out against the Yankees the besides, other day. He looked good. Besides rookie year, Daniel Hudson. I love um, I, I've owned Daniel Hudson on many a fantasy team. <laughs> uh, Stroman's weird though because he he only strikes out like seven point five per nine and walks like two. But he's just he's like he's like the right-handed version and ninety-four mile an hour version of Dallas Keuchel. Sure. With a with a lot more emotion and energy, yeah, on there. and way more fun, yeah, and I fun. and I weirdly trust him in every big game ever. Like I just to me, he's just a big game. Guy. <laughs> and he's never pitched a big game, but I like. Well, yes, he, he was on those. He was on those Blue Jays teams. Which Blue Jays teams? The fifteen Blue Jays, sixteen. Oh Blue yeah, Jays. well, not that's not a big big game. Well, that was a big game for they them. I mean, it's still the yeah. ALDS. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You're yeah. right. I forgot they made the ALDS in fifteen. Yeah, well, it's never the Rangers. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love the. I love that series. Was he good in that series, Drummond? I don't know. In my head, he's a big game pitcher. I like it. 
I really like that. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm in on that. I'm just going to start calling him a big game veteran now. Yeah, well, they do. <laughs> they did James Shields. James Shields sucks. Big game James, big games. man. Yeah. Big game James. He sucked in big games. <laughs> and somehow they called him big game James. Big game. Big, James Shields sucks in most games these days, sadly. Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. Who says no? Was that what they traded for him? Yeah. No way. Yeah, that the, was the trade. He was on the White Sox. Fernando oh Tatis Jr. God. I didn't realize that. I knew he had. I didn't realize that was dude, the trade. Dude, they could have had Madrigal. Fernando Tatis Jr., Eloy, uh, Yon Mancada, uh, I'm missing some obvious props. Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito. Like they have they could have all those guys. All these White Sox guys. Yeah, Luis Robert. Like it's crazy. Wow. The team could have been well, they're already stacked, but like it could be even yeah, more they, stacked. Yeah. That's that's wild. That's some good stuff right there. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. That might be the worst trade in the history of baseball, like ultimately. That's oh, it's horrible. Like, yeah, that's it's, it's up horrible. There. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr., like if he projects out the way he's a Hall of Famer, like, yeah. that's the type of player he is for for thirty three year old James career, Yeah, like yeah. like towards the end, James. Wow, <laughs> wow. That's like Fernando Rodney for two or two months. Of Fernando Rodney for Chris Paddock. Wow. Rick Hans made some good moves. That not one of them. No, no. I would say no. <laughs> um. All right. So the Dodgers series just split. We would both be very uh, happy with the split. I'm streaking down Broad Street. At <laughs> 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 a split. How sad is it that I'm going to a Phillies game tonight and by far the most exciting thing of it is that I get to see Clayton Kershaw pitch in person. That's well, it. well, he hasn't pitched here since Aaron Altair took him. Oh yeah. Deep. I forgot all about that. You know what? That is sad though, right? Like I'm 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 excited to see Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, but you see you, you appreciate baseball, you appreciate baseball history and you're yes. seeing a Hall of Famer. That's like, why I'm excited. Yeah. But I wish I were excited about the other side. You know what else is kind of sad and and sad? Mostly sad, Mostly sad is that the the second half of 2017 Phillies were the most exciting Phillies team in the last like three years. Oh, stop! Outside of opening, outside of the opening week outside this year, of opening week this year, yeah, yeah, that team was like an interesting team to watch every night. Oh, God, where are we at right now? <laughs> is that like a 66 win baseball team. But the second half, 66 win baseball team. It raked. It was. They did on the second half. Remember, we were all pissed because they were going to be get the one pick, and then they kept playing better and better, and ultimately ended with the three pick, which turned into Alec Baum. Yes. So it could have been worse. But it could have been Casey Mize. Could have been. Would you rather have Mize? Would you trade Bomb for Mize? Yeah. Yeah, they would too. Yeah. But, I mean, it's fine. I'm ecstatic with Alex yes. Bomb. They got, they got some pitching prospects in Detroit. Mize, Manning. They got some yeah, guys. I, think, I think that Manning stinks, though. Ooh. Yeah, I was watching him in the Futures game. He had a bad night at the Futures game. Don't no, judge I know, him but just he, by that. But he doesn't have a second pitch. Like He looks like Pavetta. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Tigers Tigers. Sorry, fans. Tigers. Yikes. They listen to this podcast. That is ice cold right yeah, there. I think he stinks. I think wow. they should I think they should sell high. So you think Pavetta stinks? If so, fat nah, does he's, <laughs> he's talented. All right. Uh, empty the, the note bag. Yeah, I, do have a, I do have a lot. Uh, all right. Let me ask you if this is a good player. Okay? Yes. I love these blind uh, resumes. All right. Is this a good player? 155 average. No. Not a good player. 295 on base percentage. No. Bad. 283 slugging percentage. You know, and a 578 play. OPS. Is that a good player? I would say it's a very, very, very bad player. All right. Is that this is a unplayable player. <laughs> Don't talk about Andrew Knapp like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's not, that's not, it's not Andrew Knapp. But those are Andrew Knapp type stats, they are. except too low an OBP for Andrew Knapp's hat. Well, he's, yes. he's, an, he's an OBP machine. <laughs> um, uh, now, is this a good player? 365. Yes. Average. 454 OBP. Yes. 673 slugging. I think you know the answers to these questions. 1100 OPS. Is yeah. that a good player? It's a great player. It's a it's a uh, uh, best player in baseball type. Right. Player. This the second the second set of numbers that I just gave you are Bryce Harper's numbers with runners on base. Uh huh. And the first one was Bryce Harper with 
Base is empty. What is going on? So I was watching LV Network last because, night. This is weird. Like generally, you would think those numbers would be reversed. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's a, it does it, it. But anyway, so they're talking about it on LV Network last night. Uh, it was like Girardi and someone else, and they were saying how with runners with with runner with the bases with the bases empty, Bryce Harper has like a big leg kick. So I I haven't noticed it until they pointed it out. So I'm I'm excited to watch tonight and throughout just and to see, see if this yeah. happens. They were saying that he has a high leg kick with no runners on base because he's trying to you know hit the ball to Redding or whatever. And then with runners with with runners on base just in general, he doesn't have a le- he has a small leg kick or no leg kick at all, really? and it simplifies everything for him huh. and everything calms down. Okay, where the where are you, John Maley? Well, we don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> How are the guys at the MLB Network breaking this down and figuring this out, and you're not? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I do want to see if it cor- like, I want to see what happens tonight. I want to see if, if it's actually true. I'm skeptical, but I would like to see if if it's okay. true or not. So I thought, that, I thought that was super interesting, and those those stats are crazy. But that that I think that I think Bryce Harper is. I think this. And you would think it has to do with a uh, stretch versus wind up type thing, maybe or whatever. Well, it's and much pitchers more like what, what pitchers out of the what wind up, maybe they have or maybe they pitch them differently with better stuff, and they sure. can you know they don't have to worry about runners and moving yeah. and whatnot. Um, but but I think that just shows you that there's another level of Bryce Harper, like. I think people are, are worried that maybe his skills are deteriorating. I just think he's a a hitting guru away from from really getting back to Bryce Harper. You hear that O chart? Yeah. You hear that O chart? Jason, please work with our three hundred thirty million dollar man, um, Logan Morrison. Very ex- very excited about the Logan Morrison signing. Um, are you really? Yeah. No, I am because he's basically he's going to be what Jay Bruce was supposed to be yeah, before the McCutcheon well, injury. Not as good as Jay Bruce, but yeah, lo- look, Logan Mark, thirty-eight home runs here. Lo- it's lefty power for sure. I mean, he, it's, it's, it's like the Brad Miller signing, same idea, which is great. Yeah, which was great. And instead of having Andrew good. Knapp, Andrew good. Knapp, it's going to be Logan Morrison, and it bring, it bumps Brad. I'm, I'm sure, why not? I look. How I'll are take, you not excited about I, this? Because it's Logan Morrison. It's like, a nine ninety nine AAA OPS. <laughs> like, what are you? What are you blind? What are you blind? Thirty eight home runs two years ago. This is value at the margins, baby. This is winning baseball. Look, I like it. Again, I'd rather they're stealing players from smart teams. I'd rather have Logan Morrison at at in a the bottom of the ninth coming to the plate than Andrew Knapp. Yes. I just think I think yes. it's a, I think it's a steal. It's a nice move. It's a nice move, but you're way too excited about the 25th guy on the roster. You're way too. You're not excited enough. <laughs> you're, like, this is a smart baseball move. Good Twitter uh, guy. He's Lama. a great clubhouse guy. Yeah, great clubhouse I guess guy. He's a, you know been around a little while. I like I, personally. I like Logan Morrison a lot. I'm happy. Logan That's Morrison. He's uh, fun. Much like Chris Coughlin, I thought was going to be a Marlins star. Yeah, well, Chris Coughlin won't get the year. And then he was <laughs> horrible. It's not good. Like, horrible, horrible. Like, really bad. Like, <laughs> out of the league six years later, whatever it was. Um, Bryson Stott is just, I love him. How did 13 other teams pass on him, How Jack? Did 13, I would like to thank all those teams. <laughs> he looks fresh in the yet number 10. Yet to strike out? He has yet to strike out. His number so far uh, in both rookie ball and up with the, uh, with the cross cutters, he's batting 544 with a 667 OPS, or OBP, 1200 OPS, and looks fresh as hell in the so number 10. So will it be up by the end of the year? We, no. Good no? No. <laughs> no, but, but I'm, at least he's playing. So like, stop, bomb. stop bomb is our, that's our side of the infield, the future. I would love. What happened to Luis Garcia? 
Well, he's just he's super young for where he's at. Just having a rough year. They love they they're they love challenging their top prospects at different levels. Which I'm fine with. I got no yeah. problem with that. That's yeah. cool. Let them let them figure it out. It's not okay. a big deal. Cool. Um, but yeah, I just I just think he's I think he's awesome. I just like I'm I'm excited to watch him play shortstop. Like he just I seems like name. he's smooth. It's a great name. His swing is just so beautiful. Like he's he's finally like you said that was such a wistfulness. Just, it was so beautiful. I know, but man. it's so smooth. It's like this this sunset. It was just like. I feel like the camera. Man. I feel like the camera talking about the <laughs> Super Bowl. Crying. Yeah, I really do. And uh, I can't. I can't wait to see what he continues to, to grow into. I just think that, like, the fact that he hasn't struck out yet, I think is super impressive. Pretty cool. That's a good one. Like, man, he always had elite bat to ball skills. It was just the. It was just the unlocking the power. And when he when I when I was watching his USA Collegiate games, like his swing just looked like it wasn't smooth at all. And it goes back to UNLV, smooths it out, starts lifting the ball. I think that I just I I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> like a you're so excited. I know. Right I've already started thinking about Bohm, Stott, Kingery, to Hoskins. Like that's the that's the dream infield for me. And then you have Moniak in center. You have Hazley in left, Harper in right. <laughs> JT behind the plate. I'm the perfect guy for struggles with the Phils. I I, I always go to the future. <laughs> I know you do. You are, you're just ready for it. You're like, let's go. And future. speaking speaking of the of of the futures, Damon Jones. So Damon Jones yesterday in AAA, five innings. I think he had, uh, I forget his line, but he pitched well. And, and <laughs> Nice nice analysis. I know. I forget what his stat line was. Um, I'm going to look it up now because he made me feel like an idiot. So Well, you're the one who made yourself feel like an idiot. Well, I do that all the time. You're supposed to make me feel better. <laughs> like, like This is on you. Oh, you're right. My bad. Um, so Damon Jones goes up to AAA. Oh, they don't have it yet. Man, this is Just so. Make it up. This is no, no, I no. I don't lie to the high hopes listeners. Everyone knows that. Well, I'm saying Can't. in this moment when they know you're making it up. <laughs> but I'm not. Up. I'm not letting this happen. Hold on. You'd rather just just take yes. the time. And okay, just here spend. we go. Okay, five and a third, two runs, two hits, four walks, six Ks. So, so great. Clearly, has, but so the reason strikeout stuff, strikeout stuff. But if they they put them in AAA, and the difference between Double uh, A AA and Triple A this year is that they have the major league balls in Triple A, so they want to see. <laughs> this is a really good face. You're like trying not to yawn. I was trying to hold a yawn. Is my Damon Jones analysis putting you to sleep? <laughs> this is unbelievable. No, the the having a seven month old daughter. Oh, we get it, get Anyway, um, um, but the fact they put him in Triple A because they want to see what the balls are like. If he has two or three good starts in Triple A, he will be up here. Like he will, he okay. will be with the Phillies. Okay. And another birdie told me, Ooh, little yeah, birdie told me, listen, don't be surprised if Spencer Howard is put on a fast track. Whoa, Spencer Howard, did you, this, that would be a big deal. Him yesterday was unbelievable. He's so advanced for where he's at in Clearwater. And I was coming back from the shoulder injury, but I keep it on. They're going to start fast track. Ooh, I, that'd, be, uh, that'd be great. I would. I would take Spencer Howard right now over three fifths of the Philadelphia Star. I legit Phillies think I team. would. Yeah, no question. I love him. In a second, at least I know he's got stuff. I'm actually I'm excited about uh, old bone spurs go out there again. I'm good. <laughs> Jakey bone spurs, old bone spur out there. Um, so I just think that I I'm excited for those two. Okay. Also, also Austin Lissy should be up here as a right-handed bench option, and I don't really know why he's not yet. Like he could be our Max Muncy, and they're just letting him <laughs> wallow, wallow in AAA. Do you remember when I said Joey Lucchesi or whatever his name was last year was the most important? 
Yes. Who was it? Joey Manessis. Joey Manessis. Yes. You said the most important person in the Phillies organization. There's a case to be made. You're amazing. Thank you. We need you right now, Jack. I'm trying. The Phillies nation needs you in in this moment, these trying times. The one thing I noticed from the the National Series was I thought Kingery's swing was getting a little more uppercutty. Um, obviously, Uh-oh. people are starting to. Uh oh. Well, well <laughs> leadoff Kingery has seen his average drop by like 49 yeah, points. Yeah, that's been great. Yeah. I like mean, like he's, still, he's still hitting the ball hard. Like, I, I don't think he's struggling. He was last year. Like, he's still putting the ball in play and swinging and being aggressive. I just think that rather than dropping dropping the bat head on the ball, he's getting a little bit too uppercutty, and I would like him to get back to line drives. Okay. That's a good note. Uh, Scott, take Jack's words. Listen. It's good. Sure. I like it. It's a good idea. All right. Uh, uh, more notes. So serious note bag you got. Uh, my last note bag before <laughs> final thoughts. Final thought. Yes. Is I'm wondering if baseball, uh, Major League Baseball, fixed the balls over the All Star break. Ooh. Like there was four balls this series that should have gone out. Yeah. No, it did feel that way. It and like really the Hoskins won yesterday. It was like that's that's <laughs> in the second deck. I in the couldn't first believe deck. it. It should have been a grand slam. I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is a grand slam. This is gone. And yeah. it was like a, it wasn't even the warning track. It was like a fly ball. I know Harper had a couple. Yeah. You're right. The, uh, nat, the nat ball gets say, out. I didn't think about it in the moment, but now that you're talking about it, there were like four or five moments watching him where I kept going like, huh? Yeah. And there was a fly out. You're, you're right. It's a really good call. I don't know if they changed the balls or not, but it definitely felt that series a little less pop. If there was juice balls in 2011 game five against the Cardinals, they win that game. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Great point, Jack. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you think of these things? <laughs> I was just thinking about balls that should have gone out, yeah. and I can't stop thinking about the Ibanez home run that should have been and the Utley home run that should have been. I literally think about it <laughs> once a week. You think about it way too much. I, I will never get over that game. I, I will never tell. get over that game. I, I will tell. never, ever in my you entire life. brought it up out of nowhere. Well, because the Howard stuff this weekend, you know, they kept showing. Reminded Dude, you. freaking John Cruck kept bringing up the Achilles thing I know. to Howard. Well, where he's they, just like, sh- they showed it like multiple times. I'm like, why? Like, that was why the are you doing this? This was the end. This was the saddest part. Like, show the freaking home runs. Show the freaking MVP season. Like, show me the good stuff. That was the play that ended Ryan Howard as Literally, Ryan Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. I was a little a little off-put by the, by the way they produced like, oh that. my God. Can we just relax? Yeah. Enough. We get it. Towards Achilles. <laughs> I was there. I was in the building. I saw it happen. Oh, you were? I was there. Oh. Because I was in uh, center field and... Or well, like you know, right center, you know, left center. Right. Excuse me, left center. Like I was in, I was in the. Oh, that's where the high hopes night is. No, it's exactly where high hopes night was. And you could, you could be sitting in the seat where James Seltzer saw the Phillies sign. Well, literally, you <laughs> see him go down, and you're, you're not, you're not focused on him when you're at the game because you're focused on the, the throwout and stuff. And he just goes down, and he's still there. Like the Cardinals are celebrating, and my buddy goes like, Ryan Howard's still on the ground. I'm like, what? And you look over and. Still on the ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was it great? Yeah, I yeah. go. That's not good. It was at that moment. I watched that game at at uh, Jill's parents' house, and it was at that moment where I realized I'm never watching a major sporting event at Jill's parents' house yeah. anymore. I, I think because uh, well, it was just so I, I stormed out and dropped the hard f bomb, <laughs> and then I don't think they looked at me the same uh, from that moment on. And now I was you're like, married to their daughter. Yeah, I was like, what, fifteen? So <laughs> it was was weird. Um, Final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts. Now, does now I've seen this comparison around a little bit, and since this was your uh, freshman year of college, no, 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 this is no, this is actually in your mid thirties. The two thousand six Phillies. Does this team and like what they might do this deadline or because that, that, at that deadline they traded away Abreu, mm-hmm. they traded away it was like Abreu and Corey Lytle of the Yankees, right? Yeah, and but he was like a 
pretty major piece on that team, but they got rid of him. And then, I mean, Howard was on the run anyway, but they, they, they traded and bought at the same time because they, they brought in Moyer. Oh, that's an interesting thought. They brought in Moyer. That, yeah. that, that, that Could they sell and buy at the same time? That's what I want them to do. It's a really interesting thought. Maybe. I mean, this that pitching staff was worse than this, this pitching staff, oh, yeah. which doesn't seem possible. Oh, yeah, but. buddy. <laughs> I mean, that it wasn't a good team. No, but they all the offense raked. I the mean, offense it was, raked, and you could feel it coming. Like, that was the year how we're on the MVP. Yeah. Was six, so. yeah. Does it remind you of that at all? I could see that. I mean, a little bit. It's a different type of team, like more... Young bats you felt really good about on that one? Like you felt, all right, we're good building this around Ryan and Jimmy and whatnot. Like you're like, oh, this will work. It's a good one. I don't know. It's an interesting comp. Yeah. Yeah. I would say uh, a little bit, but I, I don't, not a, not, not a ton. By the way, the lineup is out tonight. Ooh. Kingery, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, Romuto, Bruce, Franco, Hernandez in the eight hole. Ooh, because they, oh, they're facing a lefty. That yeah. makes sense. Which is fair. Look, Hernandez is horrendous from the right side of the plate. Like, he just stinks. Yeah. He's not a good hitter from the right side of the plate. One of those guys who should just hit left-handed. Not real. You know what I mean, though? Like, Roman Quinn, by the way, back to switch. It makes me feel great. It's awesome. Yeah. So exciting. Great catch. Why he didn't bunt? It was like, was it the eighth inning or ninth inning? It was was the eighth. And it was like, like, why are you even swinging? Why are you even? Yeah. (laughs) Lay down a butt. All right. Final thought. Rate and review the podcast. Do it for Jack. Um... We'll figure out something cool to do for when we get close to a thousand. So get that process <laughs> started now. Um, I hope night, August seventeenth. Check out our pin tweets. Um, look, I got no like defined final thought. Just take two. Take two. Do of, something. Just split. Split. Do something. All right. I can't. I can't. Just want to believe. I just want to not be depressed about my baseball team. That's all I want, it's and, and I, want. I will not sleep until I get a smart baseball team. <laughs> okay, well, that's my promise to the helps listeners. So get, come back on Thursday when Jack with is a smart like baseball team out of his mind, with <laughs> somehow still awake for seventy-two <laughs> hours or whatever it is. Uh, until then, just split, split. All right, he's Fritz himself. So we'll talk to you later.